You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey everybody, Michael McIntyre here, your humble host here at the Next Level Podcast. McIntyre, how you doing? Listen, I'll tell you how I'm doing. I'm persevering, right? You know, I've talked about perseverance a couple times here on our podcast, and I and I created a. I want to create a little more and go into more detail because I think it's really important, and it's going to be not only just about persevering, but also having an attitude of gratitude for those who brung you. Yeah. And sometimes we have to persevere through things that we don't really want to do. And I'm going to talk about that because I'm an expert at this because there's a lot of things that I don't want to do. I know you're shocked. Yeah, it's true. Many things, many things. I didn't really want to do my podcast today. Yeah, but we're doing it. Why? Because this is what we do. This is what I believe people who are successful people who want to climb the mountain and to get to the other side and to make a difference in his kingdom, you have to do the things that you don't want to do. Listen, I imagine Paul, there's a lot of times that Paul did not want to do the things he had to do. Sometimes he had to make tents to make money. I'm sure it was a lot easier when somebody donated money to him and financed his ministry and his, 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 you know, him being out there preaching the gospel that was a lot easier than building tents and selling them. So, but he did it. And he probably didn't want to get on that one ship that wrecked everywhere, right? And, but he did it. And so, am I like Paul? Not close, but I just can relate. And I just want you to share some things here that help me about the power of perseverance, pushing through the strength of never giving up. And I, it's really important to have that perseverance in the face of adversity. You know, there's been several times and not not in the distant past that it's been a struggle for Stacy and I. It's been a struggle to do what we do and to continue. And because sometimes we get arrows thrown at us, yeah? And sometimes the arrows connect and it's painful. But it's really important to persevere through that. And there's times like when I've had to make financial decisions that were extremely hard to make. And but Listen, if you sit there and you dwell on it and allow the enemy to come into your head and start getting to the double-mindedness, you know, should I stay or should I go now, that's when the enemy starts winning. And so let your yes be yes, your no be no. And I often talk about this, but it's really important to get wisdom, seek wisdom, get a coach, get a mentor, somebody that's been there before to help you. And, you know, that's the beautiful thing about being married. You got a partner in here that's 100% in with you. And also find people that can, that's been there and in business or in ministry or in marriage counseling, what have you, find somebody that can help you in that, in that struggle and to give you some inspiring words of encouragement and tell you about things. I had a friend recently that was really going through a hard time. And I said, look, read Psalms 112. I remember a few years ago, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, right after I became a Christian, 
I was going through a really difficult time. First 90 days of me breaking through and coming in and giving my life to Jesus and had a huge breakthrough. The first three months were like Disney on ice. It was awesome. I mean, it's like that movie Limitless. I could see around corners. It was like, I was just on fire. All of a sudden, whammo. <laughs> I got whacked by the enemy. And my brother was really, really helpful in this. He said, read Psalms 112. If you have to read it, five times a day. And let me tell you, Psalms 112 is powerful. So anybody that's going through a battle, a spiritual battle, I want to encourage you to crack the book and go to Psalms 112 because it's really important. And it got me through it. And what did it happen instantly? No, it didn't. But it happened over several weeks. And sometimes, you know, we do want, we do want immediate gratification. I get it. And sometimes the Holy Spirit boom, drops it on us immediately. But most often, my experience is you've got to, you got to swim the current, man. You do, you got to swim against it. And you got to keep on until that current, that riptide breaks and it releases you. And sometimes it might take a month. Sometimes it might take six months, but you need to have a team too with you to help you in that. And yeah, so uh, the psychological and emotional benefits of persisting through difficult times, you know, what's the old saying? If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. And I truly believe that when you when you persevere through those difficult times, I believe God's setting you up at that point to help others get through those difficult times and teach those other people, mentor those other people, coach those other people in that difficult time. And I can't tell you how many how many people's testimonies of going through sickness, going through financial difficulty, marriage, marriage difficulty, losing somebody close to them, and other people come around them and had that same experience, and it's helped them tremendously. So, you know, when you build that, it's like a muscle. When you build up that perseverance muscle, it, it really makes a difference. And so if you had, if you've experienced that and you see somebody else going through it and look, look, here's the other thing too. That's what I love about kingdom is once you experience that, and then you go out there and coach somebody in that it re-strengthens your resolve for perseverance, because just because you break through it and you will, if you, if you're coached, right, if you're mentored, right, if you get into it. Okay, doesn't mean it's all over. <laughs> Sadly, it's it's not. But overcoming challenges and it's really it it really brings up your confidence once you overcome that one challenge. I you know like today, Stacy and I just today. Okay, what's today? November tenth. Okay, we we had a, we had to eat a big frog this morning. It was a big frog. Okay. And if some of you heard me talk about that before, I always talk about every morning when you wake up, you got the big frog. You got to chop that thing up and eat it, man. Get that big one down because then the smaller ones are easier to come by, right? So we had to eat a big one this morning and we got through it. Was it easy? No. You know the next thing. It's not supposed to be easy, but what it does do is it gives you that confidence, gives you that grace, it gives you that perseverance. It gives you that Philippians 4.13 that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. So rising above, turning obstacles into opportunities. You know, a lot of times people say, listen, I need to do this, Mac. I need to do that. No, you get to do it. Okay. You get to do, you get to overcome that challenge. You get to, you get to turn that obstacle into opportunity. I know it's not easy, but look, I don't care how steep that mountain is because we're only on here. We're only on this planet for a little bit of time. And then we're going to be in glory if you're a believer, right? And I, I pray that you are. So you got the other thing that this does is it gives you, you've got the mind of Christ, right? You've got this ability to give you strategies for problem solvings 
and motivate and, and staying motivated during tough times. Staying motivated. How do you stay motivated, McIntyre, when you're sitting there underwater? You know, the bills are coming at you. You got maybe, you know, a lawsuit against you. Maybe you got a business partner that stole money from you. Maybe you had, you know, your marriage is crumbling or you have a child that got on drugs. These are difficult, horrible things. But look, you can overcome these and it gives you, you get creative in doing this too. And that's the power of community right? That's the power of having people around you and to where you can get motivated. And once you get over that one, maybe it's just one thing, maybe it's just one thing that you fix in your life. Now you've got that, you can build on that. Okay. Then you get another one. Then you get another one. Pretty soon you're, you're building this thing and you're coming up and you're de de building a massive defensive wall. So the enemy can't attack you any longer. And you're doing it with prayer. You're doing it with worship. You're doing it with tithing. You're doing it with community. And look, you can also give it by pouring it out. Right. And the secular world doesn't get that. The secular world doesn't understand that the more you give, the more you receive. And, and as Christians, as believers, the more we help out somebody else, the more you'll get helped. And, and it happens right in the moment. You don't even know it. That's the beautiful thing about kingdom work. All right. But there's practical tips and exercises that I, that, that I want you to do and that will help you. Number one is positive affirmations, declarations, say them over yourself. Paul, I, I revert back to Paul, right? Capture all thoughts. Why? Because the enemy throws some stuff at you, man. And it's not always nice stuff. And so you need to say positive things. That's why we read the scripture. That's why we memorize scripture. If I ask you right now, give me two scriptures you love the most. You probably got them memorized and you know them because you, they're your go-to to help you out in difficult times. Yeah. Mine's Isaiah 55, 8, 9. My ways are not your ways. As the heavens are above the earth, so are my thoughts above yours. Thank you, Jesus. So glad that <laughs> God's mind is higher than my mind because we'd be all doomed. And that's true. And that's what helps me. That strengthens me in that process. The other thing is exercise. Yeah. I've got to do my cardio, bro. I got to. Cardio really releases a lot for me. Now, I know some people hate cardio and they're weightlifters. Okay. I, yeah, as you can tell, I'm not a bodybuilder, <laughs> but I enjoy lifting a little weight. I do. And I've done more and more. I'm not great at it, but I do it. But I love cardio. And always the first mile in cardio is the hardest. But once I get going after that first mile, man, I can go for four or five miles if I need to. But it really helps me a lot. It clears my head. I do some praying or I listen to a motivated uh, podcast. Find some good podcast that you really like to get you motivated. It's true. It helps. It really does. You know, worship is another great thing. You know, Michael Malden, my good friend, he always taught me anytime that was really down and out, he'd turn on worship music and start praising Jesus. Yeah, it's counterintuitive, man, but it works. It really does. And how about an attitude of gratitude? Really helps. You know, uh, it helps overcome excuses. Because we all want to develop excuses, right? The common excuses people make and, and it, it it just, it brings us down. You know, I, I often say that excuses are mediocrity. Our excuses are seducers to mediocrity. We all have excuses, but we all don't have results. And it's all about getting the results, whether it's having a positive mind, whether it's overcoming a, a terrible situation, what, whatever it is, we can always make all the excuses up, right? And if you just say, hey, you know what? It's no excuse. Okay, I'm going to give this to Jesus. I'm going to just get it done and I'm going to stop complaining about it. I know. 
It's not easy. But look, it's true. Don't fall into the excuse. Don't go to the blame game. Step into it. Own it. Be responsible. The choices that you have made in your life are the reason why you're here at this moment. Whether they're positive or they're negative situations, whether you whether you you're in a in a great state financially or you're having a very difficult financial state. But people say, McIntyre, you don't know my business partner stole all that money. Yeah. Did you have to go embark business with that business partner? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But let's not let's not dwell on that past. Let's say, okay, that's done. Okay, I'm going to give this to Jesus. Now we're going to go out here and make it a difference. What motivates me is if I do get into a situation of negative like that, I try, I, I come out and say, okay, I'm going to even push better. I'm going to learn from this mistake. I'm going to learn from this, not do it again, give it to Jesus, and I'm going to go forward. I'm not going to look backwards because there's nothing I can do about that. But the only thing that you want to look back on when you're when you're out there in business or in life or in marriage, okay, it look back on wisdom. See the wisdom that you've done. Hey, if, if you know that if you go in business with that person that says a certain thing like you've had before and you've you've got stuck, then maybe you should question it down. The other thing, too, is, is seek wisdom and, and measure twice. And if it doesn't feel good, the second measure, don't cut. But if it feels good, then make the cut. Do it. And go into Romans 8, 28. If you, if you truly... If you truly believe that it's a good decision, okay? And if it doesn't work out to be a good decision, then look for ways to get around that and look for ways to learn from that so you still have something positive. Insights and strategies help us get to a no-excuse mindset, focusing on continuous improvement and self-discipline. Self-discipline. Man, I could go for two hours on self-discipline. <clears throat> And look, it's not easy to be self-disciplined, but if you get into the, and Stacey talk, talks about this all the time, it's called the rigor and about, about having your rigor, having certain things that you're going to do. Yes, I enjoy, you know, sitting and watching some, you know, series, some streaming series. Sometimes they're fun. Sometimes they're just, they look, you know, they're beautiful scenery, or sometimes they're just, you know, action movies or action series. I enjoy that. It's, it's, it's a time for, I just relax, but I don't do that in the middle of the day. I stay self-disciplined. I don't do that until, you know, later at night to my, my downtime. Right. So have self-discipline, get up in the morning. Every, I read, read an article in the wall street journal yesterday about the, you know, there's this, always this thing about getting eight to nine hours of sleep every day. <laughs> Not me. Okay. Five to six hours. But what it said is the people who live the longest are consistent in their, their sleep habits. I get up every morning early, five o'clock, sometimes 4.30, sometimes 5.30. But I don't even set an alarm. But that's my sleep habit. But I'm in bed and, and going to sleep by 10 p.m. And this is every day. This is seven days a week, just not during the weekday. Get in a good sleep habit, because if you're in that good sleep habit, you can feel better. You're emotionally better. Your mind's working better. Eat clean. These things will help you in, a, in to persevere through the difficult times, through the struggles, right? I know sometimes when we get really tired, you get those cravings for that big bacon, double bacon cheeseburger and a big bowl of ice cream. I know. I've been there, Okay. I don't do that anymore. I don't. And I, do I miss it? Sometimes, but most of the time I don't. But I do like the way I, my body feels. And your body and mind are together. And so it's really important that you take care of yourself, eat clean, exercise, keep positive things in your mind. When you do come up against a mountain, an obstacle, okay, seek wisdom, measure twice, cut once, 
Don't be an excuse maker. Be a results implementer. Get those results done. Yeah. Get those results because that's what it's about, right? Nobody wants to hear you whining, complaining. And if if you complain and whine all the time and you're always in drama, you're going to look around and nobody's going to be returning your text. It's true. But if you're out there encouraging people and, and speaking life over people, people will come back and speak life over you. And choosing the people that you want to be around, you know, from Next Level Experience, we talk about the eagles that come through. And these eagles are amazing. And they form a community. And that community is a loving, giving, praying community. And it's a way to, they, they're vulnerable and they're transparent and they're authentic. And they, when they need help, they ask for help. When they want to give help, they give help. And that's important. And so when you have, when you get honored, when somebody honors you, have a reciprocal back. In other words, honor them as well. If somebody invites you to speak, honor them that they invited you. Thank them for bringing you in and honor their business, their company, their place. Yeah, it's called honor. And it's really, it's really important to do that. And if somebody gives you a lot, you know, and then they ask you for a little, don't make an excuse why you can't give a little. And I've had people in, in the past, I've had people call me up that get that's, you know, given me a lot and they say, Hey man, I need you to come. Would you come out here and speak to this group? And it's a pro bono deal. And, you know, it was a little bit out of my way. Did I want to do it? I really didn't, but I did it. Because they gave me a lot. They were there for me. And so they helped me with my business. They helped me make money. They helped me in times when I was needing some help, some advice, some wisdom, uh, a new client, what have you. And so when people give you these things, okay, and they ask you to come and do something, and that might be a kind of a pain in the butt. I get it. But that's honoring them because of what they've done for you. I think sometimes we take we get to an entitlement mentality. And I've been there and I've had to check myself. So if we get to that entitlement mentality of just, oh, no, man, I can't do that. Sorry, I can't make it. It's, it's you know, it's, you know, St. Patrick's Day and I promised I'm going to be out, you know, you know, painting the river green. But that person was there for you when you needed help with money, maybe with advice, maybe with new, more clients. Make the sacrifice. Really, truly. I believe it's biblical and I believe it's the way it should be. Have it have don't bite the hand that feeds you. So often somebody will maybe they loan you money, maybe they give you a great client, maybe they've done a lot for you, and you don't reciprocate. You know, you're not entitled to getting those benefits. You're not entitled for that person just to give you money or give you clients. And you know. I mean, I, look, here's what I do, just in a, and not to pat myself on the back, but maybe just to give you some ideas. I went to my doctor the other day and I had to spend there. I had a couple hour appointment. And afterwards, I sent the doctor's office, big office, two big boxes of crumble cookies just to say thank you for the professionalism that you have. Now, listen, I paid that doctor a lot of money, thousands of dollars, but I still wanted to say thank you. And I think it matters. I really do. And I think it matters in a big way, not only in a kingdom way, because I want to show up in a giving kingdom way. I want to be a, a brother in Christ. I want to be bold in him. And yeah, so when, it, when, it's, when it's easy to give, make it when it's hard to give. That's the difference. And you know what? Nobody needs to know either. And I'm just telling you this, and there's other things. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I just want to give you an example, right? Because this doctor didn't need that. They had a beautiful office. I mean, you know, it was double first class place. It was really nice. But I just wanted to say thank you because I know it's not easy. Some patients come through there 
and nobody likes to go to the doctor unless you know unless i don't know unless you're having a baby and it's a good thing to go to the doctor but everything was good and so i just wanted to give them a Hey, I appreciate your professionalism. All right, just a little words of advice today. Make it add a, a, a gratitude list. Yeah, write 10 things down that you're grateful for. Maybe you're grateful for your shelter that you have. Might not be the shelter you want, but it's the shelter you need. Yeah, be grateful for the job you have. Might be not the job that you have, but it's the job that you need right now. Be grateful for the, the pastor you have. Might not be the pastor you want, but it's the pastor you need. Anyways, I hope this helps. And yeah, because look, it's all about kingdom, man. It truly is. And, you know, Stacy and I, we're in this thing. We've got, you know, echoes of creation that's coming out. It's a big deal. It's a gap for us. We're in the gap on this and it's really big, good. And, and God's showing up big. Is it easy? Nope. We're working 17 hour days on this. Yeah, but it's good. And it's, and it's going to be the glory to him. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. So how, how are you? Check your heart. Hey, you know, check your self-awareness too. I heard another thing the other day. I think self-awareness is probably one of the huge, most most important things to, to be in successful. Not just making money, that's important, but also being successful in your marriage, your relationships, at your church, at your company, with your friends. How self-aware are you? Are you, are you unaware of your self-awareness? I posted that on Instagram today, I think. Something like that. So be self-aware, you know, know when you smile, if you have to, you ever walk to the grocery store and I go to the grocery store. I know I go to central market. I know a lot of you fundamentals hate central market, but I like it because I want to spread Jesus in there. And look, I go to Starbucks too. And I know a lot of people don't like Starbucks either, but I want to spread Jesus. I want to go to the belly of the beast. I'm not going to always go to a Christian owned business and, you know, have beautiful Christian music. Although I love that. I do. I like going to places that are playing Christian music that are believers. I want to I want to really patronize, be a good patron to them and bless them. But I also want to go to where he's not. Okay? He's there, but they don't know he's there. And I want to go in there and show up big for that. Yeah. That's to me, that's being bold in Christ. That's me going to the belly of beast. Go where angels fear to tread. How big a boy are you? How big a girl are you? Are you showing up big? All right. Hey, look. It's all there. It really is. All your situations, they've all been done before. Seek wisdom. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. It's enough. I know, McIntyre, shut up. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to us. Hey, go check us out also. Go to the, my, our website if you want to learn more about themichaelmcintyre.com. And also, you can go to the website. We also have my Instagram, which is themichaelpmcintyre.com. And the Facebook page is themichaelmcintyre. And yeah. All right. God bless you. Cheers. Thanks for listening. And I hope it's going to be a great Perseverance Week. Yeah, because you are worthy. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.